Yeah, this is Seth Gilmore with the Life with Sports, Life After Sports podcast. Uh, I got today the uh, starters of Soul Basketball here in Barcelona, uh, Kim Gomez, and as well as I got one of the trainers, Tony Mesa. Uh, can you can y'all kind of touch on how you started uh, Soul Basketball for me? Uh, maybe I think that to talk about soul basketball, we we should talk about uh, our sports career as a coaches. Uh, we were a lot of uh, good friends in different clubs, working on on these clubs, uh, managing teams and, and coaching kids. But uh, on summer we went together uh, some like five years ago, just to teach these kids and and out from our clubs in a neutral area. Uh, we started doing it uh, summer after summer with with uh, st- we started with uh, elementary kids and then uh, we had teenagers uh, and at last we had some uh, pro players to, to work with us and after this experience we decided to hey, why don't we organize something uh, and why don't we create uh, a mark a brand sorry just to 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 put all our activities inside and, and that's why we created or I created like two years ago uh, Soul Basketball. Okay. Uh, the name of Soul Basketball is because I think that everything in this life needs a little bit of soul and if you want to succeed as a basketball player you need to put all your soul in the in the business and uh, and because because i'm in love with american soul music so it was the mixture of of both things just to make the name of the brand ah, okay so you got a little soul you like soul music man that's that's that that's that's good music man uh yes <laughs> so let me uh so let's get back to you and uh tell me a little bit about your sports career how, how did you fall in love how did you fall in love with the game of basketball Oh, uh, I can't even remember uh, when I started to watch basketball for the first time, because my my dad is a is a basketball freak. He's crazy about basketball, and I remember when I was a, a child. I was born in 1984. Uh, I remember just to watch on the TV all the games of uh, the bad the bad boys from Detroit, Larry Bird, the Showtime from LA. Uh, Michael Jordan. So I started growing with with this with these guys on the TV all day long. Uh, we didn't have internet or we didn't have uh, access to the whole information about NBA. But in my home, we are we were talking all time about this, uh, recording videos, and uh, it was crazy. So when I was um, when I was 10 years old, something like that, I started to to play basketball here in Barcelona and uh, that's all. I played for like 20, 22 years and uh, as an amateur amateur player I didn't get the, I didn't reach the, the pro or semi-pro level but uh, I enjoyed doing whatever what I done. Uh, I played against Margasol, I played against Rudy Fernandez when I was a young player to NBA Player, so uh, yes, definitely, it has been the basketball was in my blood since I was I don't know maybe three four years old. Okay, okay, great man. And uh, and how was that transition when you transitioned? Okay, I'm a player to now I'm I'm gonna coach. I'm gonna uh, become a skills trainer. What was what was that like, man? 
Uh, before being a skills coach, um, I was a, a regular coach. So when I was 17, I was uh, uh, in the stage you call it like high school player last year. And uh, I was here playing in Spain. And the responsible of the club told me, hey, man, you are in love with the game. You are all the time here in the club, helping here, helping there. So why don't you, uh, why don't you manage a, a team, an under-12 team? So I, I do both things. I did both things when I, was, uh, when I was still a basketball player. Since I was 17 until I was 30, 30, yes, 31 years old, I was like 13 years. Uh, playing in one in one hand and in the other hand uh, teaching um, the fundamentals to teams. So I was in charge of under 12, under 14, under 10, under 16 uh, girls and boys teams, and that was uh, for me it was very very simple to to make both things uh, go together because for me it was the same. For me it was the same it was being in love with with the things that you are doing. And that's all. And uh, I started as a skills coach, uh, just taking all the all the knowledge that I grabbed from 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 teaching kids, from watching videos, from working with some some pro coaches. Uh, I I did my my own vision of this kind of of work, and that's what I'm using now. Okay, great, man. So you. Uh... So you coach kids in Barcelona as well as other parts of the world. Can you talk to talk to uh, the viewers about where else that you are coaching kids and what type of what type of kids are you coaching and professionals, everything? So I just wanted to re okay. uh, hear kind of who you're coaching and where. Okay, perfect. So um, now uh, currently in, in Sol Basketball we are we are different different kinds of players. Uh, we start with the young players that we have here from the Barcelona area that are joining, especially on on Saturdays and Sundays. Players from 10 years old more or less until oh, depending on the age, but until 19, 18 years old. And we are working with this kind of players. Uh, some of them are playing in the elite basketball in Spain. Some of them are playing just for fun, but they want to, to improve their skills because in the clubs they don't have maybe this, this kind of, of work. And we are working with, with this kind of players. Uh, we also work with pro or semi-pro players with tailor-made programs just to make them um, improve some parts of their games okay so we are working um hand by hand with the with the other part just to know what do you want to improve uh, how we have to do it so 
it's a very it's a very uh, good work. Uh, I think it's a common work, and uh, and we have players from different areas that are joining us, especially in summer. In summer, we have the uh, our gym is, is completely packed because we have players from different clubs, different parts of the world that are coming back Barcelona or they are coming to Barcelona to work with us. So it's uh, it, this is another kind of players. Um, we have uh, busy uh, teams visiting us uh, during the year. This this season we have teams from Switzerland, we have teams from Japan. Uh, before the coronavirus uh, pandemic, we had a team from Swi um, from Sweden joining us. So these teams are coming to us just to work with us to to know exactly how to develop their skills. And because they know that in Barcelona uh, we have very good coaches, we have very good teams, and we are organizing for them tours just to face other other teams and play it against them. So we are facing both. And finally, um, sometimes we are leaving uh, Spain, we are leaving Barcelona just to visit other parts of the of the country or other parts, especially in Europe, just to help. Uh, help uh, coaches to, to develop their talent or uh, to develop some parts of their, of their skills. And um, we are joining some camps uh, to learn because I think that you always have to be ready to learn from someone and to help them to, to increase the basketball culture. So that's especially, or, or that's the, the, the different kind of players that we have, as I told you, uh, a lot of different countries, um, and I think that that player, that different kind of player, uh, needs different things. But the, uh, they need different things. But uh, they need to uh, put the soul of his work on every session, on every drill, on every exercise, on every talk with the coaches. That's what I think. So independently on how is your level, uh, these things are common. Right. <clears throat> I definitely understand that, man. I, uh... I think you got to put everything in it if you if you're gonna do this at a high level, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, one thing one thing I wanted to ask you about: How do you feel as the uh, do you feel like the basketball culture in Europe is changing? Mm. In, there's a in 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 the, the basketball culture in Europe. You ask you're asking me yes. about this. Yes, I mean we. In America, we always we see a, a European guys, uh, and mm -hmm. I feel like a lot more European guys are going to the NBA or going to the university in America than than mm -hmm. ever before. I mean, some of the some of our superstars now in the NBA are from Europe, from Spain, from uh, mm -hmm. Slovakia, Slovenia. So, mm -hmm. what? How how is how is the basketball culture in Europe changing? I think that. To understand the basketball in Europe, uh, the first thing that you, you should know is that there are different, different, different uh, ways or different visions about basketball, different cultures. It's not the same. Sorry, uh, I think that it was a, a pause. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, there are different visions, there are different kinds of culture. It's not the same to talk uh, with a player of Switzerland than a player from Spain, than a player or a coach from, from Italy, from Serbia, from France. 
every country has its own um, its own method i think it's own way but uh what we have in common now is that uh, first of all i think that in europe the people uh like 10 years from now um, start to understand that this is a um a game that you need to be uh, in very good shape <clears throat> in the in the strength in the quickness um in the speed uh, all this athleticism i think that is increasing in europe and that's the way uh on that's that's the reason why there's more people uh, prepared to join the nba or the ncaa um because like 15 years or 20 years ago uh, the people was more focused on the shooting on the passing on the fundamental skills but without working without putting the focus on the athleticism um okay. the difference the difference for me between the, um, the basketball culture in the States and in, the, in Europe is that uh, here um, I think that everything is more focused on the, on the team developing, not um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the individual developing, sorry. And that's one of the things. And the other important thing is that the coaches are very focused on the, on the tactics you can find uh, incredible coaches with 16 years old that are working with uh, with all these kind of tactics, uh, but sometimes they are forgetting the most important thing, just to create a culture, create uh, some habits, uh, and spend time in the player to work their individual skills. That's the reason why some players are coming to us, because they know that uh, they can uh, evolve themselves. Uh, because in the club they don't they maybe they cannot uh, find this kind of job okay and what country in your opinion would you say is the best basketball country in europe oh for sure spain i spain. think that yes in my opinion <laughs> i know, I know uh, of course of course you're a little biased <laughs> but <laughs> i i agree with you but uh you think spain why and why spain yes uh, in my opinion um Spain uh, ha, uh, has taken the, the um, I don't know how you say it, uh, maybe the testify or the, or the place of the first uh, basketball country in the world out from the United States, uh, from the Yugoslavian republics, okay? Um, because I think that um, our competition, our uh, inside competition is very good. When the kids are... 10 years old they are playing very tough games they are having they are playing like 30 40 games in a, in a season they are playing a lot of tournaments so i think that there's a very a very important competition that, that makes the people uh be very focused on the on the skills on the training on the on the formation of the teams on the scouting so everything starts from the from the grassroots and it's evolving, it's growing uh, a lot. Uh, in other countries, they don't put this kind of resources, this kind of, of, of vision on 10 years, 12 years. Sometimes are waiting for the players to start that. And, and, and sometimes, they, sometimes they are, they are um, playing, they have very low level competitions and, and the players are not uh, growing until they are uh, mature. So that's the reason why I think that everything 
uh, or every guy related with basketball in Spain is uh, watching videos, is watching NBA, is uh, trying to mm, try to make uh, winning on the Saturday game uh, independently, and, uh, and if they are coaching a pro team or a, or a under under ten team. So that's the reason. Uh, the other thing, in the other hand, I can tell you that every year I'm going to to work with the Serbian guys and Bosnian guys in Sarajevo and Bosnia. And the, and the Serbian republics, I think that, the, or the Balkan republics, they are a different kind of, of culture related with basketball. They are 24 hours talking about basketball, talking about culture. Uh, they have a huge cultural respect for, for, the, for basketball. And I think that they are a step forward than us, than in Spain. But uh, the competition is what, what I think that the, puts Spain on the, on the first place of the map. Okay, and, and what re what region would you say of Spain uh, is the is the best basketball? Would you say Catalonia has the best basketball as well? Yeah, sure. If you are watching the or if you are taking a look to the uh, roster of the last World Championships, of the twelve players that uh, made the roster of the national team in Spain, seven or eight were raised here in, in Catalonia, especially in Barcelona, in the Barcelona area. Uh, the players, as I told you, is like 70% uh, of the team is, is raised here because of the competition, because of the style of coaching, because of the, of, as I told you, these kind of, of things. Um, the other region that is on the top, in my opinion, is Madrid. So the both uh, most important cities, um, Madrid and Barcelona are the the powerhouses of basketball in Spain. Okay, and so when you when you when you look at uh, kids coming up, man, how how are y'all preparing them to get to these levels of ACB or get to these levels of Leb Gold? And I know mm -hmm. most most guys are are growing up within the clubs, but uh, as a young guy out there, man, that he he has a dream of playing professional mm -hmm. basketball at a high level, how, how would you say he gets to that high level? Uh, the first thing, uh, maybe I'm not going to say any, any magic recite, but uh, there are some uh, basic things that, that, that you need to know. Uh, the first of all is that you cannot get to your maximum level only training three or four times a week with your team. It's right. impossible. So you need to, to spend time, to need to invest time in yourself. In, in, uh, there's some kind of players that are, uh, that are only working on the things that they are doing good because are the things that they, are, they, are, they like. But uh, I think that they need to work uh, especially on what they like, but uh, always put the focus on be a better player on the areas that you are not uh, dominating. Okay, uh, that's the first thing. The second thing, in my opinion, is to study the game. Uh, if you are watching just highlights of, uh, if you are if you are watching just only mixtapes or highlight films, um, it 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 won't help you, because you need to know why these great players are doing what they are doing on the court. So this is not only about 
try to make the same that they are doing because it's good. Uh, I'm going to copy this kind of crossover because I like because Kyrie Irving does it in uh, in the games. Okay, that's great. But you need to do you need to know uh, when do you have to do it and how do you have to do it and know the reason about the things. For me, this is an important thing. And the third thing, the third thing, is that if you want to get to your top to your higher level. Um, it's very hard to get to your maximum level uh, going by your own. So uh, alone for yourself, you won't do nothing. You need uh, uh, honest people surrounding you to tell you uh, what are you doing good, what are you doing bad, what do you think to improve. And, and I think that you need to create a network surrounding yourself of honest people. For me, it's a, a very important thing. Okay, okay. So, so um, touching on that, what, what, what as well are you going to tell the next people who want to know uh, how to get to the next level or how to? I mean, I know you kind of touched on that, but what steps do they take? Uh, uh, for me, be ready. Uh, to, to be um, adapting and ch changing uh, their mindset constantly or their, their skills constantly. Uh, if you are playing, some of the, of the NBA players or of the ACB players, for example, are doing good four, five, six things, not more. Not more. You can play at the top level doing a uh, few things, but very well done. So the thing is to uh, identify the things that you are doing good. You are doing good. Uh, try to be the best at this. And if you are uh, growing in other areas, you will be a better player. Everything will be will be helping you to to raise your top level. Great man, great. That's that's great to hear. I mean, I know a lot of. Uh... A lot of guys need to hear this type of thing, not not just in Spain, but all over Europe and all over, even in America, man. I think that uh, I think that here in Europe we need to adapt some American cultures, and I feel like in America they need to adapt some of the European culture. Yes, true. I feel like the team concept here is is light years ahead. Tactically, I feel like sometimes where uh, Europe is light years ahead. So. Um, I'm glad you you touched on that. And uh, closing, man. In closing, uh, kind of talk to, tell them all of your uh, social medias and how they can get in contact with you about uh, some training sessions. Oh, you can find us on. We have our our website ready. Uh, it's in Spanish, but uh, it's it's really simple to to understand. The translator works very good nowadays. So. Uh, it's soulbasketball.com, okay, soulbasketball.com, and social media you can find us as soulbasketball, uh, both especially in Twitter and, and Instagram. You can find a lot of videos of what we are doing with pro players, with semi-pro players, and with young players. So I think that it's very simple. And now we are creating a program just for these kind of players that are playing or are living out from Spain. They, but they want to come 
to make tourism, especially on summer, and uh, keep on improving their their skills and, uh, and as the as the greatest player in the world are doing. So we have our shooting machine. We have very good facilities, and and we we are uh, um, opening. We are open just to everything that wants to join us to to know us. Uh, we are here in Barcelona, uh, great country, great food, uh, and here an uh, outstanding weather. So here will be are, and if someone is interested, we'll be very 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 pleased to to talk with them. Okay, great, man. Thanks, thanks for this interview, man. That's uh, Kim Gomez from Soul Basketball, uh, the founder and a uh, great, great person as well as a great trainer. Thanks a lot for that, man. Thank you, Seth. All right, you have a good day. Bye.